Hello, 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 and welcome to Courageously Kind. I'm Maddie. And I'm Liz. We're twin sisters and best friends. Together, we share stories of especially kind humans doing especially kind things in hopes that these conversations motivate and inspire you to be kinder to yourself and others. When we're not speaking with an incredible guest, we'll speak directly from our hearts about what it means to us to be courageously kind. One of the core values we have at Courageously Kind is meaningful conversations. In fact, I think I can attribute meaningful conversations to how we got started with Courageously Kind to begin with. Yeah, you know, we started quarantine and really conversations were a great coping mechanism for everything that was happening. We found that just by talking with each other, just how much reflection and understanding can come through. We learned just how much reflection and understanding can be provided by just having a conversation. Absolutely, it can provide a lot of healing, a lot of clarity, and really conversations are what get us through things. Absolutely. We also, I think, both came to the realization that if we wanna change the world, we first have to start talking about it. Yeah. We can't expect change to come about if we're not having conversations about it first. You know, I think we all have, you know, dreams of, you know, the perfect world, a world, you know, with no war, no poverty. And really, if we bottle up that desire to make the world a better place, we're never going to make the world a better place. So if conversations pave the way to change, why are some conversations so hard to have? Well, I think some conversations can be incredibly uncomfortable Yeah. for a variety of reasons, but that discomfort prevents us from having the conversation at all. Absolutely. This year in particular, I know our family has had a lot of conversations about a multitude of things, but conversations that may have been uncomfortable, that may have sparked some intense emotions. And it's taken, I think, a lot of self-reflection for me to understand why it was so difficult to have these conversations. And I sort of came to the conclusion that it was either one of two things, right? So we're presented with a topic that, you know, maybe we are nervous to have a conversation about. We're uncomfortable. We're scared. For me, it came down to two things. One was I didn't feel like I knew enough about the topic to contribute to the conversation. You know, one-sided conversations I know can be frustrating, And I didn't want to come to a conversation that I didn't know anything about. I also didn't want to feel like I didn't know anything. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And the second thing was I was afraid to say the wrong thing. Mm. Because even though I was coming from a place of good intentions or coming from a place of kindness and love and an eagerness to learn and understand, there was a possibility that I could say the wrong thing unknowingly. Yeah, and and those fears are valid, but they prevent us from talking about things that need to be talked about. Right, and what's worse, wanting to engage in a conversation, coming to a conversation with good intents, but getting it wrong, or not having the conversation at all? Yeah, not trying. Right. And it, it is perfectly okay, you know, if you find yourself in a conversation it is perfectly okay to just flat out say, you know what, 
I don't feel like I know a lot about this. I feel very uneducated. How can I learn from you? Yeah. How can I be the listener, you know? Yeah. And I understand, you know, sometimes, you know, it, it's nobody's job to, like, teach other people. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, it's, like nobody should feel obligated to, like, solve these problems. Right. Or teach everyone or teach around everyone them. how to solve these problems. Yeah. But we need to listen. And I think there are plenty of people out there that are worth listening to. So many people. So many people that have have taken it. Sort of taken on the responsibility. Yes, that's the word. And say, you know what? Yes, I will do whatever I can to educate. There we, are people that have totally dedicated their lives to this. Yes. We have to listen to them. I think listening is the key to having difficult conversations. And it sort of that sort of sounds like... I don't know, the opposite of what you would expect. It's pretty ironic. It's ironic that in order to have hard conversations, we need to listen. Mm-hmm. Because I think, I think too, as people, we always want to feel like we're contributing. We always want to feel like we're a part of the conversation. Sometimes it takes vulnerability and courage to admit that I, I'm not sure how to contribute to this conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't know enough about this topic. I'm simply going to listen. It is so courageous to listen. And we could all practice being better listeners. Yeah. A tip I was thinking about earlier was that in order to maybe demonstrate to the person you're having a conversation with, the person you're listening to, that you are actively listening, is ask questions respectfully yeah asking questions but just showing the person you're listening to that you care about what they have to say you value what they have to say and you are so interested in learning more Mm -hmm. you know we are huge advocates for asking questions obviously in a loving and respectful way yeah but if you don't ask the question you'll never get the answer which sounds so simple yeah but it's so true, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. We always want our our space here at Courageously Kind to be a safe place where you can ask questions. You know, we do our best to share resources, mm-hmm. share other voices to listen to. Yeah. And that's a, a, another great point. Sometimes we don't always have to, I don't want to say we don't always have to have a conversation. Sometimes we don't always have to contribute. Sometimes we need to share the voices of those that need to be heard. Absolutely. Sometimes, you know, we've talked about this from a face equality standpoint and how I have found myself, because I, I, I've learned a lot about the facially different community, wanting to use my voice and mm-hmm. speak up just because I wanted to share and right. I wanted to get it out there, I, you know, with good intentions. Yes. But in reality, what I was doing, unknowingly, but what I was doing was I was implying that my voice was more important than someone else's. Mm-hmm. And that's not what we want to do at all. We never want, you know, we never want to speak over the people who, you know, there are people who have dedicated their lives to educating others. Yeah. And sometimes are are longing to contribute Mm -hmm. even if it's well-intentioned can silence the people that are you know have dedicated their lives to educating so sometimes the best thing we could do 
to, you know, amplify these conversations and to just share the voices of others. Absolutely. And nowadays it's so easy to do. So, and you know, I just wanted to say I'm like so proud of the people I call my friends. I have learned so much from just what they share on their Instagrams. Yeah. I've learned so much. Resources and educational tools and educational, you know, profiles and accounts on social media have blossomed into this new, you know, this new source of of education. Yeah. And activism, really. I mean, like, we're seeing this whole wave of, of young activists that are learning through the internet, which is yeah. so, so incredible. Mm-hmm. It's such a valuable resource. So... I guess to sum things up today, conversations aren't always easy to have, but sometimes the hardest conversations are the ones most worth having. I don't know if I've raised that right, but if you don't want to talk about it, if you're uncomfortable talking about it, that's probably a sign it needs to be talked about. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, we sort of were inspired to talk about this topic because of the racism in our country. Yeah. And for a while, we didn't like explicitly talk about racism Mm -hmm. just because I think we both were fearful that we didn't know enough, Mm -hmm. that we weren't qualified enough, that we, again, we feared we would say the wrong thing, Mm -hmm. even with good intentions. Yeah. But it was preventing us from having a conversation about it issue that's so prevalent yeah and you know a a great response you know maybe you're feeling the same way too maybe you want to talk about this but you don't feel educated or you don't feel like you know enough a great way to you know carry on this conversation is just to share other conversations absolutely to lift out the voices of those voices that need to be heard yeah it's such an easy thing to do, mm-hmm. and it's such a great way to help further the conversation and and put those worries to rest. Yeah, by supporting these people that are educating about these issues, mm-hmm. that have studied these issues, that know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. I think it's easier than ever to do that. And, you know, and also starting conversations with the people around you. Yeah. Don't be afraid to dive in deep and to have these meaningful conversations with your friends and your family. You know, it's these conversations aren't always going to be easy, but the more we talk about them, it's like kindness. The more we practice it, the mm-hmm. more we talk about these things, the better we'll all understand them and the more we will change our world. Yeah. We'll be on the right path yeah. if we just start talking about this. And you know, the fact that you're you're even listening to this episode today shows that you, you care. Absolutely. It shows your courage to be kind. Absolutely. Our one hope today is that after hearing this conversation, you either spark a conversation of your own, start talking to the people around you, maybe reflect on what are some conversations that are difficult for you to have. Ask yourself why. Ask yourself, what can I learn? Who can I listen to? 
This week, we're going to be sharing a bunch of resources on our Instagram. We're going to be sharing a bunch of activists, people who are educating about really important, prevalent issues in our world so that we can all learn together and we can all hopefully make the world a kinder, more courageous place. We'd like to give a huge thank you to Annawaltz Landscape Contracting for their support of Courageously Kind. Annawaltz is a family-owned landscape contracting company in Berks County that has served Pennsylvania for over 35 years. If you're ready to get your landscaping project started, visit annawaltzlandscape.com or call 610-916-7070. Annawaltz Landscape Contracting, beautifying Pennsylvania one yard at a time. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, feel free to share it with your friends, your family, or anyone you think might like it too. And if you want to support the show, leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It really does help. Or check out our merch store at courageouslykind.org. Take good care, and we'll see you back here real soon.